0: Hi, this is Jack Dyer and this is Caller Go Ahead, a show made up of voicemails left by listeners at 702-546-6329. Enjoy the show.
1: Hi, so I just left Barnes and Noble's after dropping roughly sixty dollars on random self-help and crystal books because I'm a stupid teenager, and I'm looking for some stability in my life. Even though I'm here because I skip class because I'm too terrified to go, because I don't know what I'm doing with my life, and I feel like I just keep running in circles a little bit. Like I, I just I don't want to be in school right now. I go to college, my second year. I've not been able to pull higher than a. 2.3 GPA, I think. Um, I don't know. And it just seems so pointless because, like in high school, I was like the annoying, like uh, I did everything <laughs> kind of girl. I don't know. Like it just, it hurts a little bit. Like I'm just like really burnt out, and I just feel like everything that I trapped myself for, like leading up to college just kind of like threw right in the garbage now I'm like more lost than I was even going into high school and that's sad it, it's just sad like I just I don't know what I'm doing and I'm trying I'm trying to be a better person and I don't know just working on it one day at a time Thanks guys.
2: Um, hey guys, um, uh, hey, hello, anyone there, hello, All right, thank you for your time.
3: Meow. <laughs> Meow. So uh, we have a 62 year old female. She's complained of uh, abdominal pain uh, for the past 10 days. She's coming to us today with a. Uh... Hi. Um, it is
4: 1226,
5: Friday, and I am a lot, lot younger than most people who call here. But I heard about the show on Instagram, and I decided I wanted to happen. I am neurodivergent. I'm autistic. And the representation we get is horrible. It's absolutely horrible. The representation you see on media is just basically a dollar store version of what we really are. And it kind of pisses me off. Because we're always seen as weird kids. We're always seen as less than, And it always makes autistic people feel less than. They always feel horrible. They always feel like they're a burden and they should feel hated or that there's something wrong with them. And no matter what they do, no matter what... But they find no matter how many people tell them no you're not you're okay you're just your minds wired differently this it doesn't heal the trauma we have gone through
4: and it just pains me <laughs>
5: pains me it hurts me as an authentic person Please, if you know anyone who flaps their hands around or gets super excited when you mention a specific thing or talks about one thing over and over, please don't shame them for it. If you find someone around, like, doing these weird noises, these little weird squeaks, snapping... Don't shame them for it. There's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing that you should have to keep from doing. <laughs> but yeah, that's my take from an autistic person. Also, listen to us, please. Please don't just take the own typical words because you see how that went. See as a music.
4: Yeah.
3: Hey, uh I was just listening to the most recent episode. Um and actually I didn't even finish it. I got I halfway through it to the, the part with the person who who said dog shower? Is that the word for it? I don't know. But, you know, the dog show person. Um, first of all, I did get the dog's name. Well, okay, with one caveat, I should say, at first I thought that it was, like, Missy. For some reason, I thought the dog's name was Missy. And then you, like, kept talking a little bit, and I was like, no, that's not right. It's Peaches, isn't it? And it was. It was Peaches. So that's pretty cool. Um, also, how do you even get into dog showing. I completely forgot that that was a thing outside of like young adult movies and kids movies until I heard you talk about it the other day. So, yeah, how do you get into that? And uh, tell teachers I said hi. Hi. um,
0: I just wanted to share a story, I guess, about my dad. Um, my dad has, um, PPA as a result of FTD, um, which are neurodegenerative disorders, um, kind of similar to Alzheimer's or dementia. Um, my dad's 61, I'm 20, um, he's gonna die, and, uh, it's, (laughs) it's not fair. Um, but I wanted to share a story of, of a good thing that happened. Um, a PPA is something that doesn't get talked about a lot. It gets overshadowed by Alzheimer's and dementia, um, but it's, uh, it affects cognition, speech specifically, and language processing and a lot of stuff. Um, so it's hard for him to talk or get words out. Um, but I wanted to—I wanted to tell my dad the other day that I won an award through my college, um, and I won some money for it, and and so I called him. Um, he still knows how to use his phone. And I, I told him, I said, <laughs> I said, dad, um, I won. Um, and, uh, do you remember the competition I entered? It has a big name and he wasn't going to remember it, but he remembered the competition. He was like, Oh, did you, uh, did you get money? I was like, yeah, I got about 600 bucks. Um, and then he, he, he started to, to tell me a thought, but it wasn't, he couldn't find the right words for it. And sometimes when you fill in the blanks for him, it helps. And sometimes it makes him lose it. So I was trying to not fill in the word that I thought he was thinking of. And he was, um, he was like that, the time that you, the time that you, it's over. Um, and he landed, I, we figured out he was talking about the, the first time I got a speeding ticket, um, which is when I was like 16. I was, you know, an idiot driver. And, um, I was like, yeah, I remember when I got that speeding ticket. He said, well, now you can finally pay me back. <laughs> Um, it was like 150 bucks so um, I'm happy he remembered it it was a funny moment he was able to communicate and I will pay him back that 147, 150 bucks whatever it was Um, and just you know even in the the darkness it's nice to laugh sometimes Um, yeah that's, that's that thanks for listening
6: So,
7: day two, I think I'm addicted to the Lingo Spanish lessons, (laughs) so much so that I almost forgot to call this time. I guess this is directed at a certain type of person, mostly directed at the type of person to help others, and that just makes up your entire personality, because that's me. And I hate that it's me because I've never truly understood myself because it's me. And I feel like I've put this label on myself for so long that it completely consumes me. This is me. I help other people. I'm the therapist friend. I'm a mom friend. And it sucks because I can't tell which part of me is hanging on to the past and who I am, who I was and which part is genuinely me right now and what I like. And it sucks. It sucks really bad. Mm -hmm. Um, But recently, I've completely lost the ability to give good advice. I think it's because of the pressure I put on myself to do it right. Um, I just, I can't anymore. I spent 18 years doing it for my friends' love. I guess, minus five years. I didn't go to school for the first five years. But I spent <laughs> a long time helping others, and I'm finally starting to figure out who I am. And it's so hard. I can't tell which part I made up for others uh, to make them feel secure and which part just genuinely me. And I'm starting to figure it out, and part of me has never been happier with who's in my environment, who I love, who I am. But part of me is just completely wrecked with it. <laughs> it just makes me very sad and it's that to you. I'm so sorry. And it gets better. It's getting better for me and it has been for a very long time. And it will get better for you as long as you put the effort in to let others in and help you the way you help them, and you have to take their advice. Take their advice, It's the best thing I can tell you. Take their advice. Goodbye.
8: Hi again, bipolar two and borderline personality disorder girl back. I think I cut myself off. Um, <laughs> it does get easier, like, It really does, and I know I'm being a little repetitive, and I think it's just something that I also have to tell myself, but it does get easier, Um, if that makes sense. But I'm not going to make those same mistakes this time. Press the pound key. Just thank you, viewers. I really appreciate it. Hey, uh, I've called the show before, um, <laughs> and this this message is both an or like an original message is also a response to the girl from the last episode, which was uh, episode 12, who was responding to a bunch of people and then posed your own question at the end. Um, I thought that was really sweet, uh, and your question was about something that we wanted to do in the future and we're unable to versus what we want to do now, and here's my own here's my take on that. When I was little, I really wanted to be a zookeeper, like, so badly. I thought it was just petting the animals and things like that, of course. But um, then I wanted to be a paleontologist. Uh, and then I wanted to be an Olympic athlete, but that went down the drain. But basically, for a long time, I just kind of dismissed that completely as, like, oh, you want to be around nature? You want to, like, learn about animals? Yeah, right, so unrealistic. You better get a job as a communications officer or something like that and i've kind of realized recently to get my priorities straight that ah dang i still want to work in nature and with animals so probably not as a zookeeper but you know now i'm looking into to jobs as as park rangers and things like that and uh i feel like it'd be fulfilling you know kind of to find some stability that way um so thank you girl for saying that and uh here's a question um <laughs> like what's a moment have you ever had a moment where you were talking to somebody and realized man I really love this person platonically or romantically like I recently I had it this morning where I was nervous about something and I called my friend and I literally told her I said your voice is medicine like your voice is me And you calmed me down so much just talking about random things. And I really love you. Like, I really just, I want you to know that I really love you.
9: I just uh, thought I would call and just do a check-in, because why not, right? Um, I'm doing okay. Um, there's been a lot of really difficult things, one after another, not to mention a fucking pandemic, but... Um, you know, I've had my three-year-old in the house constantly with me, and he's, I feel like the pandemic has just done him harm. Like, hes he's been isolated from other kids and and everything for over a year, and, like, we barely get to see friends or go on play dates because we're trying to keep my family safe. And that's super frustrating. Anyways, I uh, finally got him into daycare, and he was, um, he was great. We'd pick him up and he was like the happiest and fullest, most full of himself he's ever been. Um, and then we'd come home and it was like he would just break down and just be screaming. And I think it's because we came back home and home now means like, like going back to the monotonous everyday life that we had during this pandemic and I think part of him's like afraid that he's going back into that and I feel sad for him Um, and I'm trying to find new ways to help him feel like, you know, he gets to keep school forever, he gets to keep going back. So that is my current, um, probably saddest part right now. Um, There's a lot of beautiful things happening too. But, like, a lot of hard things. Um, I'm going through a divorce now. Um, And I don't have a job. I'm at the end of three years of school um, with two associates, degrees, and some certificates. And I'm going to transfer. And I just bought a house. (laughs) And there's a lot going on. And I feel pretty proud of myself for holding my shit together. Um, But I feel sad for my boy. And I'm really grateful that things are finally opening up so that he can come and, like, enjoy his life a little bit more. And we can start experiencing things that are new and fun again together. Because I feel like that's the part of my life that's been missing.
2: because I'm going through a lot right now. Um, I have just recently injured my shoulder again, and I'm on my second day of my job, but I can't go in today on my third day because um, just because I can't work. Because I'm a busser, and I can't lift up the bus tub. And... My mom's disappointed in me. Uh, I'm sure my dad is. My mom's boyfriend is. And has been recently with the like, girlfriend with. Um, we've been having trouble ourselves. Well, not ourselves, but within the relationship. And I just feel lost. And I need someone to talk to. Uh, well, not someone, but just somewhere that I could put my voice out and just talk but I in school it's been stressing me out but I'm just sitting here and I, I, I just saw the way latest interview uh, and really instructed me to talk about what's going on with me too uh I personally struggled with anxiety paranoia and that sort of stuff, but I get anxiety attacks, panic attacks, and I just didn't me lately, so I'm just calling, and, yeah, but I just wanted to get it out there, uh, I have a good day one night.
6: Hi, um, it's a bit really weird, (laughs) I guess. Um, before the pandemic, I ever, only ever thought of myself as one thing. And, uh, I've been forced outside of that, and it's been really hard. I don't know if I'm giving up on my dream or what it is. So I'm being quiet because I live in a four-bedroom in New York, um, and in the bathroom. Um I moved here. And I'm proud of myself for that. And I just got a new job, and it's a full-time job. And I want to be an actor. You know, it's like, am I, am I giving up on my acting? Dream? Is it just on pause? Is it bad to it on pause? I
4: mean,
6: I don't know. I really like this. I think it's interesting, you know, to be at this new job. But I've only ever been an actor. So, I don't know. I saw the, I saw the number, and I thought I'd just call so this isn't meant to be a depressing message, I guess, to the people listening, just a strange one, just amusing for a 22, almost 23-year-old sitting in the New York bathroom that could shared with about, sometimes, uh, eight people. <laughs> it's a nice bathroom, don't get me wrong. it got bright yellow walls, beautiful floral curtains, Anyhow. I hope whoever's listening is doing alright. Love
10: you. Bye. Hi everyone. Um I guess I wanted to call and leave a voicemail because today was a particularly rough day. Um I have a chronic illness. I have fibromyalgia. And I think the worst part about it is that it's really misunderstood, especially by not only just the people around me, but also the doctors trying to help me. Um, And today I'm not feeling too well. And uh, I just wanted to kind of leave some advice for those people who have um, friends and family or loved ones around them that have a chronic illness, um, especially if they do suffer from fibromyalgia or something of the similar sort that's just not understood. Be patient with them. So much of our personal feelings about our illnesses can span from apathy to just general disheartenment about the whole situation. And I think what we need most from the people that we care about is just patience and understanding. Um, And that goes a lot farther than people think that it does, um, to know that people especially the people that I love and care about, understand what I'm going through and or at least patient with me when I say that I can't do certain things on certain days or can never do a certain thing again, it means a lot to know that they're not going to abandon me because of my illness. But I guess that's all I wanted to say. Just be kind to the people around you today.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode. You can find more episodes on Spotify and iTunes. We also post episodes to YouTube, individual messages to Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. All of those are at CallerGoAhead. And you can find all of our work at CallerGoAhead.com. The show is made possible by the games we make party games, Superfight, and Red Flags, the miniatures game Gatefall. You can find out about all of those at JackDyer.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.